0: what up everybody want to welcome you all back to the socks and sandals podcast where society culture history and religion collide and we unapologetically discuss our worldviews it's your boy emmanuel i'm back in the kitchen i'm whipping it up and i got a very special guest my boy devon horace from horace consultants hey what's up to the people bro
1: hey what's up everybody I'm, i'm very excited to be here be a part of this podcast and man that intro is, is deep i love that okay, intro like that, that intro is smooth okay, too yeah yeah but let's get started you i like
0: know, I'm, that i'm a couple 40 something episodes in so it better be good by <laughs> <that, man. laughs> now i appreciate that man but uh i appreciate y'all for listening once again man everybody that's been on itunes rating and commenting i definitely appreciate all of that if y'all can still continue to do that if you hear anything that you like man share this one time uh, reach out to my guy devon let him know that you uh, definitely appreciate what he has to say because i'm gonna tell you right now you're gonna appreciate it you know what i mean so um tell people how they can get a hold of you we're gonna get that off up, up front
1: yeah sure so um you can reach out to me uh, via social media you can reach out to me on instagram at d.horace h-o-r-a-c-e on instagram you can follow me on twitter that's d underscore two underscores horace h-o-r-a-c-e and you also can follow me on youtube subscribe and look at some free content Mm. uh that's gonna be devon d-e-v-o-n Horace, H-O-R-A-C-E, on YouTube. And I do respond, so if you reach out to me, hit me on my DM, like a few pictures, I'm going to respond to you. I'm, I'm very good at responding, so just hit me up, man, if you have any questions or if you really enjoy the show. Make sure you're following and, and stay tuned to more future things.
0: Mm, I like that. I like that. Yeah, so... uh He's big enough to show already. Let's go. Let's go. So, um, and everything that you just said, I'm going to put that in the show notes so that they, you know, they won't nice miss it. Nice. So, yeah, man. Welcome to the podcast, bro. Thank what you, man. What Thank you. What, you. what you been up to this week, man?
1: Uh, let's see. <laughs> so, um, actually, uh, this week I did a lot of uh, self branding. A mm. lot more. Um, trying to get my logo situated okay. with a graphic designer in New York City. Mm. She's amazing. Um, Also, just being more out there in the community. Uh, We did a uh, community event at the Oregon Food Bank on the 27th. We had 28 volunteers come out. And then uh, every shirt, I sell accomplished tees to help motivate those, uh, motivate, support, and encourage accomplishments. And every t-shirt that the uh, volunteers wore, we basically donated that to organ food bank so that was an amazing experience for me um just last year we did an initiative called warm packs and cocoa so to have only nine people last year to 28 was just very like that's growth man it was it was really good and then i did a few podcast features i had an article written for me and (laughs) i didn't even like somebody hit my dm and was like hey i want to write an article about you and i'm like Cool, I don't even know this guy. <laughs> and he was a white guy, too. So I'm yeah. like, what is this? He about to like bash me on the internet. <laughs> and I didn't get Why to he see. He about to bash you? Do, you home, know, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, we got to be safe out here. You <laughs> know? I know I'm doing good, but, you know. Okay. you know. So uh, basically, he you know, said, hey, I want to write an article about you. Love your story. And I'm like, cool. I didn't see any edits. I didn't see anything. And uh, he basically sent it to me, and it was really good. Mm. I shared it on LinkedIn. One I shared it? Share it too? Yeah, 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 the no, one you shared. I was, was like, dope. "Wow!" And yeah. he, we well, didn't speak. We didn't, he just liked my story. He listened to my previous podcast features and oh, wrote you, that. Oh, you never talked I to I never him. spoke wow. to him. He just produced that. So wow. I've been I've been really uh, grinding. I've been really working hard trying to get this company and get uh, Horse Consultant up and going and just get it recognized out there, right? Just mm-hmm. get people aware of it and get people to know that we're here to help mm-hmm. and you're not alone in this and it can be done. Mm,
0: no so doubt. I want to get more into that really quickly. I meant to tell you. Um, when we were talking before, um, I went to an event last night, and I seen that you were yeah you know, put like you were interested to go. It was mm-hmm. the uh, what was it called? It was like something meetup.
1: At, yeah, yeah, at yeah some yeah. brewery, that or whatever. Brewery. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: dude, that was it was dope. You went? It was dope. okay. Yeah. I okay. went last night, man.
1: You know what? You knew it threw me off. One, mm-hmm. I had a busy day. I did okay, and I really wanted to go. I actually hit up one of my friends. I'm like, hey, are you going? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm gonna go check it out. Man, me and the fiance went to go see Star Wars oh, okay. <laughs> after Star Wars. Uh, hey, I owed it to her. She really wanted to see Star Wars. And I'm like, all right, we got to do it. And then after that, I just like read the details and they're like, you know, we're going to be in a heated tent. Say, said, it's too cold to be in a tent. Like, hey, how, bro, how it was
0: heated well. I'll,
1: see? So see. well.
0: Like, you you was good. You could have took your coat off. <laughs> it was it was perfect, man. See,
1: now, now I wish I would have went. But, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's definitely going to be more opportunities like sure. that that I'm going to definitely try to explore but man that would have been definitely a good thing to go to and and be a part of that community and just learn about business and growth and networking right being part of that uh, black community here in Portland Mm -hmm. and just starting to try to immerse in that
0: yeah no it was good it was put on by uh chris his name is christopher franklin mm-hmm. he has a lost in portland podcast he has a website clothing line um just focuses on like outdoor type stuff oh he's doing for people call it. no it was yeah, it was cool yeah, so nice. um yeah it was real good met a lot of good people so it was it was a good time
1: all right yeah, shout out to you brother
0: yeah chris man shout you're doing your you. thing man um so yeah so let's get into Tell the people just who you are Where you from Yep. You know yep. what I mean and Then about your your business that you got
1: Definitely, definitely So once again My name is Devon Horace uh, Founder, CEO of Horace Consulting I am from Rochester, New York uh, Spent some time in New York City I went to school uh, St. Joseph College in Brooklyn, New York We're and, Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn, <laughs> Brooklyn Shout out to Brooklyn And I basically moved here to Portland For a job opportunity Now I currently work at Nike World Headquarters and I open new stores, remodels, and pop-up shops in North America. So I'm doing a lot of traveling, doing a lot of open store, branding, marketing, you name it. You'll probably see me at a bunch of events sometimes. <laughs> and you'll be like, who's this guy who's running around with his head down on his phone, laptop carrying? That's me. <laughs> That's me. Um,
0: Bro, tell me about... Uh... Rochester. I, I, know, oh. I mean, we, everybody knows about the boroughs and yeah, New yeah. York City. Like, where is Rochester? So from Rochester
1: New York? is really upstate New York. Okay. Um, I went to perform in our school there, mm-hmm. and in Rochester is is <laughs> I'm gonna be real with you. Rochester is like is is hood. It's really? Like, it's it's. I every place a, have anything, tough when areas. When
0: I hear upstate, I don't think
1: that. No, no. Every place have tough uh, areas. Actually, it was a, a point where Rochester was like number one, like murder capital, like wow, city, like that kind of thing, right? And this city is so small. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody who's from Rochester that's listening to the podcast, they know. They're probably sitting there like, yeah, no, nah, yep. he right. <laughs> um, Rochester was definitely one of those places where uh, is it's a you could definitely raise a family there, yeah. even though it, there's crime and stuff. It's very like small and impactful but i had to get out of there mm-hmm. you know in order for me to develop in order for me to grow as a person i couldn't sit too comfortably yeah right so i was like i got to change my environment i had to change what i'm doing and that's when i moved on uh to new york city mm-hmm. which was just a, down the way i think it's like four hour drive away mm-hmm. and you know but they say if you make it in new york city you can make it anywhere and yeah. i was like well let, let's try this out i you know new york is home so let's try that out but rochester definitely um i grew up more urban area Mm -hmm. more involved in the streets and everything but i was able to you know get over overcome that and definitely overcome my certain circumstances and get out of there and that was just all part of growth
0: yeah so i went to school in brooklyn yep and then how long after that did you come out to portland
1: Yep. So, uh, actually, I went to school Brooklyn Saint Joseph College. Uh, I attended school four years. May tenth, I flew out to Portland mm. to figure out like how do you even get into WHQ? Like, what do you do? Who do I speak to? I didn't know anything. I just so you
0: came out here with the job, or you came out here to get the job?
1: No. So that that's that's okay cool let me break this down right <laughs> <laughs> so I was working at Nike in retail at Nike Town New York our global flagship and I asked one of my managers I said hey how do you you know get to corporate I'm like I want to grow I, I feel like I hit a glass ceiling and I wasn't getting opportunity you know work politics mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like hey how do you grow in this company mm-hmm. and there and I was like I want to go to campus and anyway, like, well, no one just goes to campus because uh, Nike tend to fly out a lot of our uh, managers and our teams to do initiatives and experience Portland, and you know, really treat them well for all the hard work they do out in the in the in the world and in their stores for the business. And they're like, well, they don't send people like they send people out. They ask for you to come and then, you know, they pay for everything. Mm-hmm. They're like, people just don't go out there and go on their own. And I'm like, well, why? And they're like, because they just don't. They're like, no, you know, you got to ask. For. <laughs> I was like, so do I need anybody to tell me I could come? They're like, no, anybody can go. I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, cool. <laughs> like, that's so all I need. Like, so I just took, I, you know, I just was like, hey, May 10th, I came out here for a week and I didn't know anybody. Yeah. I just was I just was out here and I stayed in a um, main cafeteria called Mia Ham for a week from eight to five, mm. and I just sat there with a book and I was reading my book, mm. and anybody I saw I just was like, hey, you know, like anybody I saw recognized them from New York City. i was like, hey, what mm. They're like, what you doing here? And mm-hmm. then got one on ones with them and kind of developed that relationship while I was there. Mm-hmm. Went back to New York City May. I went back to New York City. May 23rd, I graduated college and I moved out to Portland. I quit my job at Nike Town, New York. Full time job.
0: Okay, quit so you my- were working at Nike yeah, Town.
1: Yeah, okay, working at right, Nike right, Town, New York in okay. retail.
0: Yeah.
1: Quit my full time job, mm-hmm. moved out to Portland June 1st. Mm. No job, it was a wrap. no, no it was nothing. Just like, I'm doing no, it. Just leave a faith.
0: Man.
1: Like that much confidence.
0: So, what was the time frame from you getting to Portland or Beaverton, wherever you were at, mm-hmm. and then actually getting the job
1: at WHG? The, uh, the time frame, what? wasn't that bad uh i moved in june i got the position in august oh you was good yeah yeah Yeah. i mean hey june july august it was was tough especially when you broke especially when you have student loan debt and then you're paying everything on your credit card and then Uh you bought a one-way ticket but you had that money left over for that ticket just in case things don't work out right one way going back Mm -hmm. right so it was definitely a leap of faith but um thankfully uh, enough. I was able to connect with certain people, and they made it possible possible for me. Uh, one person that done so much for me since I've been here is her name is Tahiri Kalihiki. Okay. In the Kalihiki family, they definitely helped me out, supported me while I was here until I was able to be on my own. Mm. So I, I definitely, definitely thank them as well. That's what's like, up. Major shout out to them.
0: Mm, came through in the clutch for you, huh?
1: Yeah, of course, That's of course, what's up,
0: man. So before we get into the meat of your businessman and what you do and how you're going to help change our lives for the better. You know what I mean? What's a, This It's a question I always ask, you know, people that's from outside of Portland. Okay. What was like the biggest misconception? Like what did you think of Portland and then when you got here like what what kind of changed your thought process of what you thought about Portland and what it was supposed to be or what you thought it was going to be?
1: Okay, so <clears throat> when I first heard of Portland, I didn't know what it was. Yeah. Like when <laughs> hey, Portland, Oregon, nothing popped up in my head. <laughs> nothing. What not, about the Blazers, not, man? Not not a a Blazers map, No. Not, they ain't pop. They they weren't good enough. Oh so, man, um, the disrespect. You know, shout out to D. Wade. Um, so hold on,
0: I, I mean, you know what? You know <laughs> what? I might just have to. You came here talking about the Cowboys. Listen, now you saying my shout, Blazers are good Shout out to enough. the Cowboys. man.
1: Hashtag bring back Romo. Um, so, bas- uh, So basically, I came here and I'm like, Portland, Oregon. What is that? Like, you know, mountains and valleys. I didn't. I didn't know. Well, Oregon I was, Trail. huh? You know, I just thought about like runners i'm That's like okay it. cool nike there so it's just a bunch of runners and they're like yeah adidas there too and i was like oh mm-hmm. <laughs> i didn't even know adidas was here right i was mm-hmm. just oblivious to everything yeah. then when i actually got here i was like okay is sort of what i expected i didn't really think there were black people here <laughs> i was like all right cool there there's no black people here and then i found a group of black people and i'm like oh like Whoa. were they at the Lloyd Center Mall where, where no they? <laughs> no they were actually uh, downtown Chinatown They're oh wow in the, you know like uh, what is it Fortune and all those okay. like little clubs yeah, down there club.
0: yeah for sure
1: and I was like oh cool actually, there's actually like some black people here <laughs> but then I started seeing people in like uh, Chevys Mm-hmm. and like rims on their cars I was like wait what's going on <laughs> and I found out you know then I looked up and I was on MLK and I was like alright got it cool alright
0: MLK you know they gotta be black people it, on MLK there's an MLK everywhere yeah.
1: you know and, and uh, black people normally flock to what they're used to mm-hmm. so when you hear Dr. Martin Luther King you're like yeah that's where I need to be that's well, all where the
0: barbershops is right there you know, uh, uh, and, and the salons yo always. shout out
1: to all the barbershops and the Jamaican food spots and everything hey. else on MLK <laughs> I, I, I greatly appreciate you you know for keeping it black here in Portland but it, it was definitely something I didn't know what I was getting myself into. Yeah. And every time someone asked me, like, how is Portland? I truly tell them that um, I can't give it a fair assessment because I'm really never here. I travel mm-hmm. so much that when I am here I'm going to, like, an event or I'm going to out to eat. And it, it's fun because I, me and my friends and the people I hang around, my fiancé, we make it fun mm-hmm. for our group. Mm-hmm. But other than that, <laughs> when I see people running in the rain or when I see, you know, people like hugging running and kissing the a dog, I'm a little confused at certain things here in Port- or like picking things <laughs> off the tree and eating it. You know, those blackberries. I was like, wow, you can actually really eat these. Oh, uh, yeah. That's yeah. real. man. Shout out I mean, to those, though.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> hey, growing up, though, man, we had an apple tree in our backyard. We had a plum tree. We had strawberry bushes, blackberry bushes. Like yeah, see, being from the city, it, yeah. I didn't
1: know those things exist. Oh wow. I even went out to um one thing that was like just shocking to me like mm-hmm. and, and just this is just like in reference to like my what I expect out of Portland or or when I got here. I drove out to uh what is the beaver the beavers the campus? What is that campus? Oregon, Oregon State. Yeah, Oregon State. Yeah. Dude, I seen like llamas and goats.
0: <laughs> well yeah, that's and, like, like that's sheep. farm. They be farming. Out I was there. like, wait a second here.
1: <laughs> like what is that? Like I never seen those animals up close in real life. Really? Even upstate? Ne- you don't got no farm no, areas now? No, like you'll see a cow. That's it. <laughs> You see a horse. Yeah. You guys had like sheep, llamas. like little rams. I'm like, this is real (laughs) pigs.
0: Yeah. It gets real agricultural out there.
1: Yeah. But I, I, it it was just definitely something I was not expecting Mm -hmm. something. I wasn't used to, but once I found the city, once I found Portland, once I saw, once I found the people in Portland, especially the black people, I was like, you know what? This is a cool, this is a cool place. It's real Mm -hmm. chill. Yeah. It's not, it's not a lot going on, especially taking that hard transition from New York city to, Portland. Right. It was like slow motion when I got here. Mm -hmm. And people uh I was on the Max downtown uh in uh, Pioneer Square Mm -hmm. and I'm just walking head down, earphones in, walking fast, like a New Yorker Mm -hmm. on the on the um max, like me mugging, just like, you know, don't talk to me. I got my headphones in, B. Don't talk to me. (laughs) And some white guy come up to me and said, Hey, relax, man. This is Portland. (laughs) And I ain't know if they get mad. I'm more uh, like, yo, do I look that bad right he now? Read you you real know, quick. He was yeah. Like, oh, man,
0: this guy's from around here. He
1: was like, look, dude, hey, have a blackberry. It's on me.
0: <laughs> Come on, man.
1: <laughs> he just went in his pocket, gave me some fruit. <laughs> nah, but he was really kind. I like, no, people here are really nice. You know, let me cross the street. I'll be jaywalking. They just let me cross the street. Stop their whole car. I'm like, no, please go.
0: Oh yeah, they're overly polite. The drivers, <laughs> no, no doubt about that. Yeah, that's that's Portland in a nutshell for sure now what what year did you come out i came
1: in uh 2015 2015, 2015. yep
0: did you see portlandia before you came here you i seen did that not show? i did not haven't seen it to this no time? no you should watch it it's very educational okay. but it's very Portland. it's, it's hilarious though okay yeah. okay um so yeah man let's transition into your mission into your mm-hmm. business horse consulting man i, I read the article Uh, Talked about you saving forty seven thousand? Not saving. You paid off forty seven thousand. Yes, yes, I did in twelve months. Yes,
1: yes, less than twelve months.
0: Less than twelve. What what was the actual time frame? So, so I had thirty seven
1: thousand two hundred thirty eight dollars and thirty eight cents in student loan debt, Mm. and then I had accumulated ten thousand dollars worth of debt just moving costs. Okay, and I, of course, we had the six month grace period. Right. For when you go to school after Mm -hmm. you graduate, you had the six months uh, grace period. And after that, I started paying on my student loans in May um, 2000. I want to say May 2016. Mm -hmm. I finished eight months after that. Wow. But since it was like certain certain things got in the way where I was traveling and and I actually started to learn how to manage my money, so I took an extra two months to pay that off. So then mm-hmm. I was like, all right, ten months. It was ten months. Wow! I paid that off. Man. But it sounds better when you be like in in one year it paid off. You yeah, know? for sure. I mean, was, one year I mean,
0: that's all I need to know. Like, <laughs> you did that one year, <laughs> bro. Like that's what's up. So so what what led you? I mean, obviously, we all want to be debt free. Mm-hmm. Um we all want to stack our money as much as possible or maybe spend or whatever we all have goals right right right. so how did you get to that point to be so disciplined to be able to 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 pay that off in mm-hmm. such a short amount of time
1: so so that's the thing, right like you said it you hit you just said that one word that I always use discipline yeah. right because I went into this whole thing with the mindset that I do not want to owe anybody. No one's gonna be able to tell me, "Hey, I'm never gonna go broke because Devon owes me money." Mm -hmm. Because it says in a it says in the Bible Bible that the borrower is slave to the lender. Yep. Right. So you really can't do much with your life if you're sitting in debt because negative five plus two is negative three. You're still in negative. Mm -hmm. Right. Even Mm -hmm. negative five plus five is zero. Right. So in order for you to balance out your life and really see where you want to go, you have to start at zero so you can see what works, what doesn't work. How Mm -hmm. are you losing money? Mm -hmm. And then what does work? How are you gaining money? And what can you do to make that money eventually work for you? So I was very keen in and and very disciplined just because that simple thing kept ringing in my head. Like, I don't want to be a statistic. I don't want to be out here. like, Oh, young black man. You know, same old, same old, mm-hmm. right? And
0: the struggle. I just didn't
1: want to I just didn't want to owe nobody. Yeah. I, I, I was just I was I like no one's gonna ever tell me like, yeah, you owe me. <laughs> like I don't want that ever come out. Nah, no. Not me.
0: Did you have like an experience where somebody was like, Hey bruh, I need I need this money by Friday. You know what I mean? Well, like, well, you was know, it a, was it something that just like happened, some jarring experience, or it was just like a light bulb went off in your head? It's like, you know what? I'm gonna change my life.
1: It yeah. was so, it was both. It was both. Growing up in New York City, growing up, one of uh, one of eight children, a single parent, single black mother, parent household, mm-hmm. it was just like, you know, debt and, and you know, I didn't have anything. I look at generational wealth mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, what did my family leave behind for me? And it's like, I have to be that person to start over or I have to be that person to start some a blueprint or something like that. Mm-hmm. So... Thinking about those things, yes, it can be looked at as, like, a burden upon somebody, mm-hmm. but it also can be looked at as, like, you know, you're paving the way for something greater than you. Yeah. You have to see the bigger picture in the long run. It's like, hey, like, what are you doing now that's going to pave the way not only for you and your family and your and your generations to come, but also for the people around you mm-hmm. because you're not the only one with this problem, right? Yeah, yeah. And just having that mindset and then also... You know, someone be like, hey, you owe this much. Or student loan people just calling you all the time like, mm-hmm. hey, just a reminder. Like, I know I owe you, B. <laughs> Stop calling me. Stop calling like, me. A lot like, of people just times. don't even want to talk to them. They're like, defer, defer. Like, yeah. I don't want to talk to you no more, right?
0: Man, I know somebody. They've been out of school. because how, how old are you? I'm 25. 25. So you fresh out. Uh, I've been out of college for about mm, nine years now. Okay. Eight, nine years. And buddy, was like, yeah, bro, I've
1: been deferring mine since we got out. I'm yeah, like, no, no, bro, no, 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 like, no. what are you doing? No, no, no. I'm like, hey, no. if you're listening right now, you know, hit me up, Horace Kinsata, consultor- <laughs> Devon Horace, hit I was me up.
0: Like, I didn't know that was possible. You can defer for eight plus Listen, years, if, bro. <clears throat> that's this so is much this interest. is
1: the thing. This is the thing. If you owe the government money, they don't care how long it's gonna take you. No, nah, they don't. They're gonna get their money. Yeah. They don't care. And mm-hmm. you can use that pros and cons because when people, great example, when people are paying off their student loan debts and you get the monthly or current fees, like based on your income, we're going to like charge you this much a month. Mm-hmm. I always tell people like, well, have you ever tried calling them and actually telling them like, hey, no, I'm not going to give you that because mm-hmm. I want some money for myself. I don't want to give you my check and live paycheck to paycheck mm-hmm. just trying to keep up with paying off my debts. I mm-hmm. know it could get hard. Mm-hmm. So just call your provider mm-hmm. and be like hey, I'm going to give you instead of 450, I'm going to give you 150 a mm-hmm. month. Take it or leave it. They're not going to le- they're not going to leave it. They're not going to be like mm. oh, we don't want it because they want their money. Right. <laughs> they want anything you give them so that, they want their money. So that's
0: something that you did. You called them and told them how much you're going to pay.
1: So uh the account that I had was uh, a Navient account. Yep, that's where Navient. that's where mine was at.
0: Sally and it, it, it
1: broke down all my loans, but I called them I said, "Hey, I'm not giving you that. Yeah. All right. You guys asking me for something that I'm not going to, I'm just not going to give it to you. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I was like, what can we do? How can we work this? I signed up for auto pay that took down like 0.25% of the interest rate on all my loans. Okay. Sign up for auto pay. Mm-hmm. Then I said, Hey, let's lower this to a thing where I know I can pay like every month guaranteed." Mm-hmm. Lower that rate down. So once I lowered that rate and set that monthly like standard or that, I w- it was so easy for me to pay even more on it because- Because mm, you knew where you was at. I knew where I was at. So mm. when I took that approach of actually paying off my student loans, I said, hey, I owe them 150 a month, right? Let's just mm. use that number. I mm. owe them 150 a month. That is divided between all the student loans you owe. Right. So that extra 150 that you really that you have left over, because you can really save like three dollars $400 a month, just using this as an example- mm-hmm you can actually target one specific loan Mm -hmm. and take those small victories. Mm -hmm. That's one of the tips I give to my clients is that like you want to take, you want to break down your student loans. You want to organize them. Tip one, organize your student loans by, you know, the snowball effect, highest to lowest interest rate, uh, Highest and lowest amount due on them. And then just step two, take them as small victories. Don't look at it as an overview mm-hmm. because you're going to feel defeated. Mm-hmm. I mean, imagine if I was like, man, I owe $37,238.38. That's it. Mm-hmm. But instead, I broke it down like, all right, cool. Loan one, I owe $5,000. I only owe $5,000. I'm not looking at anything else. Right. Like, I had like an automatic filter mm-hmm. on the rest of them, like blurred out. I yeah. don't want to see nothing else. And I just, once I paid that off, I was like, "Cool, that accomplishment is done. Let's go on a loan number two or whatever the order was that uh put it in." And just taking those small victories make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. So
0: that's dope. <clears throat> I actually just started looking at that myself, man, because my. My monthly payments went up. I was just like, "What just happened?" Bro? They would do that. I was paying like, you know, on the regular, maybe like two fifty,
1: mm-hmm.
0: maybe not even that. It was really like two hundred and it went two fifty. Now it's like three hundred. I was like, "What?" I was like, "What just happened, bro?" Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I'm down more than what I was in the past couple of years, but my monthly payments are going up. So, right. I'm, I'm gonna do that, bro. Yeah, dude. definitely
1: do that. Yeah. Um, I would encourage you, uh, just sit here with you, just sign yeah. up for auto pay, and also just call them like, "Hey, I'm gonna give you this," and then I'm like, "Okay, well." He's gonna pay us something, yeah. Cause that's all they want. They want something. Yeah. I mean, don't tell them like if you go from three hundred, like mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you fifty dollars. <laughs> then they go like, okay, according to your finances, because we have everything on you. Yeah, fifty dollars cutting it short, brother. Right. But um, you know, just tell them like, hey, I'm gonna give you this amount, mm-hmm. and then start actually targeting your student loan. They're like, hey, I'm gonna now I can really start paying. Off these student loans like that knocking right. them off because yeah. now you have a focus goal instead of mm-hmm. looking at the whole bigger picture you know you have student loan debts mm-hmm. period now you have a focused goal like okay cool my first objective is paying off this 3,000 paying off this $500 paying off this $2,000 right mm-hmm. with this insane like 5.4 interest rate mm-hmm. right because you're only paying interest on the total of what you owe mm-hmm. so imagine that that total is going down less and less and less the you're only paying up, on that mm-hmm. less amount mm-hmm. right yeah. Is a difference between paying interest on a thousand dollars paying uh let's say something small like two mm-hmm. on percent interest on a thousand dollars compared to two percent interest on a hundred dollars right huge difference
0: right <clears throat> that's real so outside of obviously paying down your debts what else did you have to do like to to pay off 47,000 in 10 months. hmm
1: So you're paying your bills, but how are you living? <clears throat> so I'm living like far below my means. Okay. Far below my, my means. So when I got the job at Nike, I was making an amount of money that I never made before. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And then also I went through a time where I got a promotion and started making even more money, but I was still living off a like $25,000 a year salary kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Even though I was making way more than that mm-hmm. in this time, which I'm truly thankful for, I still kept that mindset like I'm broke. Mm-hmm. I'm not spe- like, and it's not me telling myself like, I can't afford this, I can't do that, because I could, mm-hmm. but I just was telling myself like, in order for me to defeat this, I had to put all my energy towards it. So when my fiance met me, um, she, you know, walking around the house, like, checking me out. Mm -hmm. I had one pair of black jeans, one pair of blue jeans, some T-shirts. That was it. That's it. That's it. Went in my cabinet. I had water. Mm. (laughs) And I had one box of pasta and one jar of tomato sauce.
0: Amy, you telling the truth? (laughs) <laughs> super facts you
1: know and then when i wanted to treat myself i was like oh cool i paid off a loan this week wait, wait, wait. first Cookie. of all
0: ha- man you are true you are so you're a good woman so when you took her on a date hmm when you was on your butt like
1: where mm-hmm. was y'all going i took her to the movies and then i made a uh at the time i was also vegan too i took her to the movies and mm-hmm. i made a vegan pizza well you gotta be vegan you ain't got too you ain't got too right. much money you know hey hey just eating bell peppers all day but uh um, <laughs> i basically um uh. took her to the movies i i love her dearly like i took her to the movies and I made a vegan pizza, and I'm like, okay, she's she's a woman, right? I I've been raised by women all my life, so I said, mm-hmm. let me get some red wine, okay, and some chocolate, some dark chocolate, okay, you know, fancy stuff. So I went out, I went all out for her. I spent yeah. like you know thirty dollars, thirty dollars, you know, hey. big balling the thirty dollars, hey. big balling. But now she's my fiance. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you're out there, my beautiful people, you know. Money isn't everything. It's not. Money man. isn't everything. Experience.
0: Hey, if she if she's with you and you was on thirty dollar dates, bro, like she deserved the three hundred dollar, the three thousand dollar. She she trips, deserved she deserved the ring, you know. <laughs> yeah. She did.
1: She deserved whatever. And and the funny thing about it, while we're on that subject, is that uh, if if you follow me and, and when you do decide to follow me, you will see on my Instagram that i i put a post and i said hey love what do you want uh, i called my fiance love uh, i said hey what do you want you know for christmas where i said do you want some red bottoms she said no i just want like you know i'd rather have that for a trip or we could go somewhere buy a plane ticket or whatever i don't need those it's not worth it to me so mm. then on christmas Smart. i bought her some Oh, okay. And she didn't, even, she didn't know it was in a box. She uh, didn't know. Real low-key. I'm mm-hmm. not good with surprises. I'm one of those people like, what do you want? And then grab it. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Time. Let's <laughs> just get this <laughs> over with. So this was our first Christmas in our new house. And I want to do something special. I want to surprise her because I'm not good at it. Mm-hmm. And she was actually really surprised. And this is her first Louis Vuitton shoe she had. And mm-hmm. and it just made me feel good that I am able to do that. Right. And especially for someone like her that she's been, she's been there. Mm-hmm. for quite some time mm-hmm. you know and she's been there when I had two pair of jeans right, right? and she still was like coming back you know living in apartment came back like hey of course well, she started bringing food over cause she was like I'm not eating jeans. that yeah two pair of jeans two pair of jeans Dog. a black pair and a blue <laughs> pair and there's some t-shirts that's crazy so you know you definitely gotta put a ring on it right you, got, you definitely gotta hold on to that there's nowhere there's no reason for me to look anywhere else so Truly thankful for her. So that was
0: like, so you you scaled down, man. You went to just like minimalist.
1: So what? I mean, what's what are you eating during the
0: week on that type of budget?
1: So I
0: other than leaves and so I actually ate I actually
1: (laughs) ate pasta for a year straight. Okay. So I bought so uh, to break it down, I basically uh, would spend twenty dollars max on a grocery store trip every two weeks. Okay. And I would buy two boxes of pasta, which was 175 each mm-hmm. and then i will buy uh, a five to six dollar can of tomato sauce mm-hmm. and i just would basically eat that like morning breakfast like breakfast lunch dinner mm-hmm. and i will actually bring my food to work now actually bring like like dinner spaghetti spaghetti yeah. and <laughs> you know and this time uh, you know with my fiance she's like i'm not eating no spaghetti I'm like no nah, i'm gonna still eat spaghetti and I didn't even have to Once she started coming around Cause she was like No I'm not eating this I, w- I want some real food And I was like You know what This this amount of discipline Is really teaching me something And she yeah. understood that yeah. So she was like You know Hey he want pasta So she would like Make me pasta Like this is what he want But I'm gonna make some chicken I'm gonna get down and I'm right. like Look I don't want that I just want the pasta <laughs> You know Cause what I was What the plan And what I was doing You know And mm-hmm. she, she realized that And yeah man I went real dark just just minimum to the core. I walked back and forth to work. Two miles there, two miles back.
0: Wow. So you didn't have no car?
1: No no car. Still okay. don't have a car to this day. Really? Don't have a car. Um, you know, like, kept all my lights off. The dedication <laughs> Kept all my is lights real. off. Yeah. You know, hey, don't use that. You know, yeah. take that out the outlet. What you doing over there? <laughs> it
0: out the outlet. You know, five Bring minute showers.
1: What you doing? Yeah. Water, water, Ooh. water bill. You know, yeah. so, but... No, with that, I, I, I gain a great uh, sense of gratitude and a great sense of appreciation of things and material things and a, a more of an understanding about money and mm-hmm. what it actually can, can get you. So mm-hmm. it's not so much about... Having a lot of money is about what the money can do for you, mm-hmm. right? Like, and you could be a millionaire and be the saddest man on the planet. Like, yeah. you could just be just hurt, yeah. or you could also be a millionaire and open schools in Africa and build systems and and just you know give back to the community. So mm-hmm. it's really what you do with the money that makes you, you know, that that really determines you know, who that person you are, your character. So
0: I feel that I always tell folks, man, it's like. It's not about what you make, but it's about how much you spend.
1: Exactly. You know what I mean? Your expenses exactly. are everything. Exactly. So, so so that's funny you said that because it's not about how much you make. It's actually about how much you save. That too. Because yeah. you can spend like, f- best thing I, I, I love the most, you know, seeing that the holiday season just passed. People be like, oh, you know, this is on sale 70% off. <laughs> that means you're spending 70% less. Right. Than original price. You're right. still spending money.
0: Right. <laughs> you know, that means they've been overcharging you for a right, long time. Right the whole time. time. Yeah. You know,
1: shout out to the employee discounts too. <laughs> you know, because once I, once I figure that out, I say, hey, I'm not paying, look, I know the true value of this according to the. Employee discount, right? I can't. I just can't. I can't work myself up to pay full price for stuff. Mm-mm. I really can't. I just like, yeah, no, I guess. Ever I since can't my have wife it.
0: started working at Nike, like that's all I wear, not because I'm just so loyal, but right. it's like, man, I'm not paying full price for. Yeah, nothing, definitely. So,
1: so before Nike, I used to work at the Gap. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was visual manager there at the Gap in New York City, mm-hmm. and they're like, you know, you get fifty percent off at the Gap, Banana Republic, and you get like forty uh, percent off at Old Navy. I was like, oh, I'm go. like, excuse me, <laughs> like you get fifty percent off these jeans. Like right. these are like you know Gap used to be like Levi, right? Like, and I'm like, wait a second, fifty percent off anything? Mm-hmm. And yeah, then if we have a discount, I mean, if we have like a sale, you get thirty percent off the sale.
0: Bro, Black Friday at Nike, I'll be cleaning. Listen, up. <laughs> listen, if
1: you out there and you up, paying full bro. price, level up. <laughs> level That's up.
0: That's real, man. Yeah, man, and my uh, my brother he lived in Texas, man. I'll be getting stuff for him, or he be getting stuff for the kids. Yeah, yeah. He, he's on the list or whatever. He's like, bro, make sure your wife don't ever leave that job, man. Yo, like, this is saving my life right now. <laughs> yo,
1: you you heard it here first, wifey. Don't don't leave don't leave yet. Don't leave too soon. Let us clear house and then you then you can leave. Right.
0: You know? <laughs> man. So yeah, bro. So you you did that. Mm-hmm. And so what year was that when you paid off everything? You know, do you know the exact date when you? finally was debt free yes may 3rd may 3rd may 3rd
1: 2017
0: okay so this is
1: recent yep real recent recent. real recent and then uh the beauty about it is that once i paid it off truly thankful truly uh appreciative of the experience i turned around and saved ten thousand dollars on what I just saved it.
0: Oh, you saying you stacked it? Yeah, just because you, you already had because I already had
1: that exactly. Yeah, it was at that point it was just muscle memory after that. I was right. like, well, I'm not gonna spend that much because mm-hmm. I just don't want to. Right, there's it's no like, reason. There's exactly. I'm like, no, it's it's over. So once you build those habits, now you know, the habit is, is sort of like waking up like a runner. They wake up and run a certain amount of miles every day. Mm -hmm. And when they want to push themselves, they're like, all right, cool. I know my regiment, I know my strides. I know my breathing techniques, whatever. Mm -hmm. When I paid off my student loan debt, I was like, Oh, now saving money is easy because I have a steady income Mm -hmm. and I know how to sell things. and I know how to market things. And it's like, Oh, so now the money is just coming now. Right. Now I just look up and like, cool, bing. You know, the little <laughs> sound. You, it makes a Venmo and a bing. I'm like, oh, I got paid again?
0: Yeah. This is beautiful. I don't even need this.
1: <laughs> you know, get get my paycheck, which I'm truly thankful for because the way I live and, and how I budget and budget sheets. I'll get a paycheck and i like, oh, that's nice. Like, I got paid. Cool. It's yeah. just going to sit there until I need to use it. Right. it's truly a beautiful thing get out of debt man get out of debt that that is the mission because once you get out of debt you are now a person with options Mm. and the most dangerous person in the world is a person with options Mm -hmm. because you can't tell them what to do you can't tell them clock in clock out Mm -hmm. you can't tell them like hey you owe me hey no put that down because you why are you out here at the club and you owe me you owe me (laughs) some money right (laughs) So when you become a person with options, you can start investing not only in yourself, but investing in in your next generation because that's the name of the game. And unfortunately, as a people, we weren't thinking about that. And these certain influences we have in our life, like, you know, yellow, I used to hate that because people were like, yellow, you only live once, just ball out, ball out. And it's like, yeah, but what about the next generation, though? Like, you're leaving nothing for them. They're like, well, they need to learn what I learned. And it's like, that's not the name of the game. Yeah. Like the name yeah. of the game is so they don't have to go through what you went through. Right. And they can actually have the opportunity to explore and be more creative to actually make the world a better place.
0: Right. No, so, that's real, man. You you're on game. the right path. There ain't no doubt about Thank that, you, man. bro. Thank you. So I need you to help my life. Okay. I need help, bro. Okay. So I just did the math with my student loans, credit cards, I'm at thirty seven K. And debt okay. Combined.
1: Okay. Looking like young Dev. <laughs> 37K, looking like Young Dev.
0: Young Dev, but I got some years on you, so I'm a little behind. So, where do I start,
1: bro? So, so I would strongly encourage you to start credit card. Number one. Okay. Why? Because the interest, interest rate right. on credit card is death. hmm Like even uh billionaire Mark Cuban said, get rid of the plastic. Yeah. You know, uh multi millionaire financial Uh, guru my financial guru dave ramsey say cut the cards up Mm. once again on my instagram uh, i recorded my whole journey on my instagram that's why i always strongly encourage people to go check it out Mm -hmm. but i did a short little funny video of me cutting up my credit cards for real i paid them off cut them up Mm. like i don't need them now everybody's different like certain circumstance you're like hey i need to put out this credit card emergency right but that's why you should have emergency fund but we'll get into that stuff you know as well but you know emergency you should be like hey i I need to use this credit card but you pay it right off because interest rate for credit cards ranges between 20 to 29 Mm percent it's insane what they're doing with that and uh it's just a trap you're mentally telling like when you have a credit card you're just like hey i can swipe and just pay it back later Mm -hmm. and like you're automatically just defeating yourself because it's not your money right Credit card is not your money, and that's what people want you to do. Like, oh no, zero APR financing, blah blah blah. Like, <laughs> cool, I'm gonna use it until all that zero, so you don't charge me no interest. Mm-hmm. Once it start accumulating after that year, I'm mm-hmm. done. You won't right. see it's no more transactions from it. Yeah, right. So definitely get rid of credit card uh, debt first and foremost. Then with the student loans, everybody has a student loan problem, right? Yeah. I had it. You're like witnessing like firsthand. I would definitely say do the same thing if you have Navient. Look through your loan information, Mm -hmm. break it down, put it to that snowball effect or that avalanche effect where you do like highest price to um, lowest interest rate or uh, lowest price to highest interest rate. Mm -hmm. And then just take those small uh, victories, you know, just target one, pay it down, celebrate on to the next one. Right. Mm -hmm. Sign up for auto pay because any little thing counts. Sign up for auto pay. Get the percentage off of your student loans, right? Like, because it, it wipes a, a percentage, I think it's 0.25%, but anything counts. That's huge. I
0: mean, and, as much as our loans are, most right? People exactly. come out of college, like a 0.25 on 20, 25000
1: is something else. Like, yeah, I'll take that, yeah, right? And yeah. then, like, and that's on every loan. Mm. So when you break it down, you still, either way, you're going to still get that 0.25%. Um, I'm not accurate on the right number, but I think that is it. Mm-hmm. And then um, just start tacking it like that. Mm-hmm. Always take it step by step. Don't look at the overview and picture because it can be overwhelming. Yeah, I I, I know for a fact. Like thirty seven thousand. I'm like, what the frick? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not about to pay that. Not mm-hmm. in one year. I got stuff to do. Right. Like you know, like I got a family. I got a house and stuff. Mm-hmm. But when you look, start looking at a small little victories. I'm I'm telling you, man. Like that's the easiest way to get rid of debt.
0: Yeah. So credit cards first. Credit cards everything first. Else,
1: yep. Yeah. Everything else fall in place once mm-hmm. you get rid of that credit card. You you you'll get into a rhythm. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, cool. Credit card done. Cross off the list. Right. Mm-hmm. Write out. Write it out. Mm-hmm. Some people have it like on Mint or have it actually on these apps. Take a notebook you know get old school yeah. get a notebook write it out mm-hmm. because when you write something out it becomes more physical becomes more tangible become more mm-hmm. real yeah. when you write it out and to, um, when you do a fingerprint and pop up an app, it's just like oh, it's just there. I hate
0: that's like a it gift deserves. and a curse because now I forget all my passwords. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you be having to update stuff, like oh man, now I got to reset. You yeah,
1: know, like man, this fingerprint right? just messed like, me yo, up, bro. Why <laughs> the fingerprint ain't working, man? What's going on? Then you don't know what you owe. Nah, you locked out.
0: I literally that happened to me on my city account. I was like, man, I had to reset my password. And I did remember it, and then I like got locked out. Mm-hmm. They got to wait 24 hours. Like, Dang, man, I need to pay my bills, Man, bro. one of my <laughs> colleagues,
1: I ain't, I ain't going to embarrass you like that, brother, but one of my colleagues' password is 1 through 8, first initial, last initial. I said, sir, <laughs> we got to do better, sir.
0: You got to protect yourself, He, got, brother, he there. said,
1: hey, man, I got face recognition, iPhone 10. I said, and you just gave the government everything they needed. <laughs> so when they need to find you, you know, I'm like born identity out here. You get, right. you get five fingerprints now. Face recognition nah. scare me, bro. Yeah, dude, it's too much. Yeah, it's too much. It's not even. As... if I had the phone, yeah, I wouldn't even do it.
0: I already feel like, like our phones, they're already listening to us. Right. You know, like you notice how you even. I feel like I don't even have to type something in Google. Mm-hmm. If I'm talking about something, I'll get yeah, a will yeah, yeah. get an ad on my Instagram yeah, yeah, about what yeah. I was like. Hold on, yeah. man, what is going on? Once wrong? people,
1: hey, hey, Google, cut it out. Cut it out, girl. man! They it out. Really be- because you know everything is IA. Right. Everything is IA now. Artificial okay. intelligence. So yeah. just like, hey, according to your history, this is what you like. Yeah. This is what you want to do. But they try to get me. Like they know I'm financially literate, and they mm-hmm. just be like, "Here's a car, zero APR, whatever, no financing. Just mm-hmm. s- do a signing." Or they'll be like, "You know, these pair of shoes, or this Rolex, or this." I'm like, "No, no, no. The devil's a lie." <laughs> <laughs> That was a lie. Oh man, that's real.
0: Yeah, bro, that's that's some good stuff, man. So, uh, horse consulting. so You started up when?
1: I started horse consulting in August. Okay. Yeah. uh, uh, Yeah. Was it? uh, No, no, not August. When was it? Just a few months ago. Okay. Actually, Uh, just a few. It was August. Sorry, it was August. And uh, basically, horse consulting is a consulting firm where I would like to gather a bunch of. Um, entrepreneurs a bunch of freelancers and basically say hey we would love you come work and associate with Horace Consulting Mm -hmm. and utilize the network so we all can win yeah that's what it's all about just all of us will winning and building something Mm -hmm. so if you're good at like music or you're good at design or graphic design Mm -hmm. once I am done with a client or once you're done with a client like hey if you need help with finance you could talk to Devon if you need help with marketing or budget or or, or, or uh, project management. You could talk to this person at Horace Consulting. So we'll just be a, a tree or umbrella of resources, mm. you know, to just be there and support people. Okay. So that's the overall goal. Yeah. Right now we just do uh, marketing, uh, brand marketing, and financing because it's just me. Yeah. So once the company continues to grow, mm. once more people get involved and excited about it. No, we'll just build a community after that
0: yeah that's awesome man. Mm-hmm. thank yeah. you thank you so like so right now you just do you have clients that you are just kind of helping them get out of debt you're like yeah you know, so on currently
1: one. i have a bunch of clients i'm helping them get out of debt rather student loan debt credit card debt and then also i have a few like influencers or small clothing bread clients for marketing so okay. just basically getting them uh influence getting them out there mm-hmm. getting them more following getting more uh, awareness and just basic basic marketing tips and tools that will help them grow their business
0: yeah okay that's awesome bro yeah thanks yeah. man thank yeah. you thank you no doubt so let's transition man um, we're gonna go into the fab five
1: man. okay cool the fat
0: five. so these are five questions that I came up with hopefully they apply to you they they're pretty general but hopefully they'll you know you'll be able to answer these uh, to the best of your ability man so the first question First of all, what's what type of music do you listen to?
1: Uh, I listen to all kinds of music. Okay, I played the viola for fifteen years, so really? I have a wide range of music. Yeah, okay,
0: yeah. okay. Uh, what about hip hop?
1: Hip hop? Uh, yeah, definitely listen to hip hop. Okay. you know that's you know, who if you don't listen to hip hop,
0: right? <laughs> hey, I, hey, I don't, I don't want to assume. You know, you no, know, I mean? no, definitely, definitely. You might, I, I be, get uh, it. No, Sweet no, Home no. Alabama, with it. I don't know. Yeah, you know yeah I mean? do
1: like that song. <laughs> Shout out to Sweet Home Alabama. You know. <laughs> Made so, me feel good when I drive.
0: So what's so what's your favorite genre? I'll just go ahead and ask that. So
1: favorite genre is going to be hip hop. Okay. Uh, stories, influence, I can relate most to it. Yeah. You no, know, growing up in that kind of life atmosphere.
0: So question number one: What artist or album uh, made you fall in love with hip hop?
1: Jada Kiss. Ooh. Okay. Jada Kiss. Like the whole. Ah-ha! <laughs> that was crazy to me. Like, you know, him and she. Why'd Luke you do that? And, I've never heard nobody locks. do that, like, yeah. that good, bro. Yeah. Yo, shout, shout out to Jada Kiss, hey. you know, multiple plays. Um, but, yeah, just listen to him and the locks. And I'm like, man, like, this is like, you know, even the stuff they were rapping about, even back then, they mm-hmm. still were rapping about, like, prosperity and, like, like, you know, this is what the streets is about. Mm-hmm. But you're not about that life. So don't mm-hmm. be a part of it if you're not about it. And yeah. then, like, no one wants to be in this environment yeah like this is what it's about but i'm trying to be out the out the hood yeah. so i always like them punchline flow just every time he stepped in the track i was like jadakiss is here right he's here but now i kind of transitioned more to like a kendrick
0: oh kendrick man yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah
1: he's is a savage shout out, shout out to Kung Fu kenny
0: man you know? bro he's <laughs> killing it man like definitely last year Seem like the past couple. Whenever he drops, like his last three albums are like album of the year. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. he puts so much thought.
1: Is the message? Is
0: the artistry? The message, man. like, it's, but he's like, it's like a movie. Every album is right, like a right, movie, right, bro. Right. It's so like you can visualize everything that he's saying because right. he's telling stories. Like the last song on his album, talking about Top Dog and his dad mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and how Duckworth. they. Oh my fire! God. When I heard that song, I had chills at the end. I was like, bro, yeah, what yeah, just yeah. happened? Yeah, yeah. Like I just seen this in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: I was like, I was like, this dude is a visionary. Yeah, he really is. Yeah. So don't downplay. Shout out to Kung Fu Kenny.
0: Yeah, man. Um, question number two: Is there a movie that has affected your outlook on life?
1: <laughs> um, I laugh because uh, I am a huge like Vince Vaughn. Okay. <laughs> like, man, that dude is hilarious. He man. is funny. Vince Vaughn, but uh, it was actually. Um, It was actually Wedding Crashers that made me like. Yes, it did. Wedding Crashers because you know being a man and like you know being around women and like you know dating and being out and stuff like that, and to see in this movie, this what the movie showed me other than the jokes and stuff like that. It's like it takes one person Mm. to just grab your attention Mm -hmm. and like like the women in that movie that they were dating and stuff were like one night stands at a wedding crash and stuff and it took that one person to wrap him in a coil like the dude like heartbroken and everything like that even Vince Vaughn like he met the one girl she was a freak mm-hmm. and he was like I love this like I love her I mm-hmm. married her like, it's, it takes that one. So, it told me in life, like, all this dating and stuff like that is fun, it's cool, but it takes one person yeah. to break you. That's all you like, need. One person, you be like, no, I'm good. <laughs> this is the person, everything I need. So, it, it, it's kind of weird that I would get that for that movie if you watch Wedding Crashers, but that's kind of how I interpret it mm-hmm. to myself. I was like, yo, this, that was. Bro, deep, I've never heard
0: deep? anyone break down wedding crashes like that, bro. Yeah, yeah, like,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out to that deep analysis, man. It's a lot of shout outs tonight. Shout that's, out to that's the. That's what's
0: up. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to wedding crashes, man. Right, Changing the right. life for the better. You right, know what right. Me? Uh, question number three. What book would you recommend, recommend everyone to read right now?
1: The Richest Man in Babylon mm. by George Clayson. If you do not have that book, Go get it right now. I think it's $5 on Amazon. <laughs> Probably so. Go get it right. That is the... I read that book five times already. Wow. That is like the straight, direct, in your face how to live uh, financially free and create wealth for yourself. Mm-hmm. That's That book is so impact, impactful. So The Richest Man in Babylon by George Clayson. Go pick it up today. Trust And you know what? This is what I'm going to do. If you go pick up that book... And you share a comment with me and you tell me how you like the book or, you know, you're just basically give me like some feedback on how you like the book. I'll send you Accomplished Tea. Mm, Straight up. Straight up. That's how bad I want you guys to really deep dive into this book. It's only like 100 pages. Is it? It's really Man, I, short. I remember reading that in college. I it, had to read it when really I was doing an
0: internship, and it, it was dope. I needed, it's like 100 I
1: needed... to 150 pages, but okay. it's straight to the point. And yeah. it's storytelling, yeah. but it's very straight to the point. And mm. you could read it on the, you know, on your transport, like your your commute to work and back, or like mm-hmm. if you ride the max, or you're on a plane, you can just finish the book. Mm-hmm. Really easy, and it's, it's just deep. So yeah, everybody go get that. And if you leave feedback on my page and you reach out to me, I will send you an accomplished T for free.
0: Y'all need to read this. Y'all y'all getting a T for five bucks, and your life is gonna be changed. So make that happen. Um, let's see. Question number four: When you start to feel overwhelmed, how do you de stress?
1: Um when I started to feel overwhelmed I have like a mini concert at the house <laughs> I just listen to a bunch of music okay I just like uh shout to Whitney Houston I want to dance with somebody you know uh I put on my Michael Jackson I'm bad you know i I just I just really like I, I get lost in the music yeah. I let the music tell the story I let the music kind of like relax me mm-hmm. and let them it's it just Something about the music, the beats, the, the lyrics, the, you know, the melody is just mm-hmm. like, everything's going to be all right. Yeah, that's You right. know, shout out to Tina Turner, uh, Rolling Down a River. Hey, that's my you track. You got all the
0: classic R&B that's in there. Hey,
1: hey, I don't play. Them yeah, concerts yeah. at my house be real.
0: Yeah, when I'm trying to elevate my mood, I listen to a lot of Common
1: okay i noticed okay. that
0: like the, the vibration of his music is very positive like his yeah. beats aren't like bass heavy and he's like, underrated too super man. underrated it's
1: underrated so, like
0: i can listen to common and just feel like 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 water for chocolate bro yeah like, for real come on for man. real like,
1: <laughs> fire And so why like when you listen to common you can't do nothing you just got to sit there and be like just nod your but head i just
0: like, feel yeah. so good man yeah, yeah, i feel yeah. way better like that's any, good. if i'm if i'm feeling any type whatever that's gonna elevate my mood every time bro
1: that's awesome man.
0: yeah man um last question what message do you want to be communicated at your eulogy
1: wow
0: when it's all said and done
1: you know what in school i had to write my own uh what is it eulogy yes yeah, yeah. okay pretty weird but at my eulogy the message i want to say is that you know he came he saw he conquered mm-hmm you know, I think that is like the huge thing for me being first generation high school, first generation college, first generation, like to move out of New York to actually start my own business. I, I definitely want to leave something back mm-hmm. for the next generation. And I want people to look at me. I want I want I want thousands at my funeral.
0: Yeah.
1: I want One thousands there. Mm-hmm. And I want them all to go on on the stage. and am like, this is what Devon has done for me. Mm-hmm. He took my garbage to the front when I missed a garbage day. <laughs> he, like, you know, he took my sick kid to the hospital because I was stuck at work because I can't leave. Yeah. You know, like, I, I really want to leave an impact on the community and just for them to say, you know, he came, he saw, he conquered.
0: That's real. That's what's up. That's like, uh, I think uh, Gary Vee talks about that a lot. That's so why I came up with that question. Legacy. Yeah, yeah. His, yeah. his legacy is, is everything. You know what yeah. I mean? He talks about how at his funeral, though, he wants hundreds of thousands of people there and people just talk about like you know how he impacted their life
1: right Man, i that's... mean think about it like when you become a president no matter how good you are no matter how bad you are mm-hmm. you're in the book you're a legacy now because yeah. you're you're one of the presidents you made it you you like it doesn't matter mm-hmm. how good or bad you you were like you're a legacy.
0: So, Trump is a legacy now.
1: Unfortunately. Oh, you know? Come on. Um, unfortunately. I mean, he's going to be put known. Put an asterisk he's, by he's, his face. Yeah, you know, he's going to be known <laughs> as a president, though, right? Like, gonna, you gotta, yeah. Put an asterisk they, by 45. They put him, they put him in there. Dang, so, you we
0: know, put him in there.
1: And bro. he got all the special privileges Secret Service after he's done. Mm-hmm. You know, house in Vermont, whatever they do. Oh, God. You
0: know, So, man, send him to Russia. Just send him over there. Just <laughs> my, create a little. My,
1: <laughs> might as well. Might as well.
0: Might as you know, well. He probably
1: already uh, got a place there. You yeah. Know? Who knows? Probably does. Um,
0: <laughs> bonus question. <laughs> oh. Do you have a daily affirmation? I do. Can you I share do.
1: That with us? Uh, uh, Doctor Eric Thomas. Have you heard of him? Yep. Yep. I can. I will. I must. Hmm that is it for me i can i will i must simply put that's it that's it
0: so y'all we can we will and we must get out of debt black excellence starts right now with us getting out of debt and controlling our destiny so let's do it and if you need some help Hit Devon up. Once again, how can I get a hold of you, bro? Let him know. Once Once
1: again, Again, Instagram, that's at D.Horace H O R A C E. Twitter at D two underscore. So underscore underscore Horace H O R A C E. And check me out, subscribe, and just check out my videos on YouTube. That's Devon Horace D-E-V-O-N. Horace H O R A C E. And Hey, if you reach out, I'll reach out back to you. You can always email me at Devon, D-E-V-O-N, at consultinghorus.com
0: Word, word. And once again, don't forget, y'all, get that book, Richest Man in Babylon. Let him know. Show him some proof. Hit him in, in his DM or any type of comment. And uh, free accomplished
1: tea. Hey, free accomplished tea. Hey. Those, those
0: things are hot, too. Ooh, those
1: things are hot.
0: Got to get them. So let's make that happen. Appreciate y'all for listening. This is a wrap on this episode. Once again, this is the Socks and Sandals podcast where society, culture, history, and religion collide. We unapologetically discuss our worldviews. And my boy Devin just dropped something on y'all about his worldview of being debt-free. Let's adopt that, all right? I'll let y'all next time. Good news,
1: i I gave you the truest me, my truest speech, true and deep from the... Loosest sleeves of my loose leaf, my flaws and all, see? I'm fragile, but by grace I
0: am choosing peace over losing sleeping. And I must say these sandals fit quite nicely over these crew release Nike sacks, Birkenstocks, oh what a faux pas Unmasked, unabashed, unashamed, uh, Hear the voice of the uh, unacclaimed, yeah Hear the voice of the uh, unacclaimed Maybe that's a
1: taboo, maybe it's a fad But maybe just in fact I was used to ripping bad shoes, uh. Nike socks, Birkenstocks, oh, what a faux pas, unmasked and a